Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your boy, Martin Kessler, back with another show of the 20-Minute Fitness Podcast. The 20-Minute Fitness Podcast features some of the latest health-related science and technology, and we hope to provide you with actionable insights that will take your personal health and fitness to the next level. Today's topic revolves all around personalized health, which, frankly, over the past few years has become all the rage. These days, you can find a wealth of data that has pretty much become available to everyday people that are interested in optimizing their own health and fitness. For example, there are a number of different variables that can keep track of your sleep and exercise. There are also now a number of different services that can analyze your blood, urine, gut bacteria, or even DNA. And of course, there are also companies like ours, ShapeScale, that are working on drawing up new forms of body shape and composition insights through the means of 3D scanning. While potentially empowering, all of this data can at times, well, overwhelm or even confuse the everyday consumer or weekend warrior. And today's guest is Andrew Herr, and he is a founder of Found, who are looking to change this very conundrum for us. Found is a concierge-type service that makes use of an extensive toolkit that involves everything from blood and urine analysis, DEXA scans, wearable data, and much more to create personalized programs to help you maximize your individual goals from improving your health, energy, focus, to fitness performance. In fact, Andrew actually started out advising the US military's finest servicemen ranging from Navy SEALs to Green Berets on how to improve their performance and effectiveness. The cumulative lessons drawn from this experience ultimately led him to expand to a much larger audience with Found. In today's show, you can expect to learn more about what everyday people and US Navy SEALs may have in common and how Found uses many experiments to personalize your lifestyle towards your own fitness and health goals. And you may also learn about some of the low-hanging fruits that you may want to take advantage of to better yourself. And why and how, of course, personalization matters and you can't just always go with what is great for the average person. And finally, you'll hear Andrew talk about the possible future of personalized health and fitness and where it's all going. Hi, Andrew. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Martin. It's great to be here. Yeah, before we kick things off and talk about Found, can you give our listeners a little bit of background about you know who you are and what you've been doing with Found? Yeah, absolutely. Probably the best place to start is I ran human performance and biotech strategy efforts for seven years for the U.S. military. Everything from helping write research and development strategy all the way down to getting Navy SEALs ready to deploy. I ran a major clinical trial, so had the opportunity to run every element of human performance in that space. And then out of that, I'd be speaking at conferences and executives come to me and said, hey, I get with the Navy SEALs, but like, what should I be doing? So I built an executive coaching business, ran training for their companies. Um, and now with Fount, we're scaling up that type of business with the goal of making it not just available to senior executives and special operators, but making it available to everyone. Wow, that, that's super fascinating. So tell me more about that. So you worked in your previous business on optimizing the performance of U.S. Navy SEALs. What did you learn from that and how that did that translate to, to everyday people and executives? So I think the really interesting thing about working with special operators or really anyone in the military context is, I mean, you probably the same thing with the CEO, but you're not going to be like, hey, you need to get eight hours of sleep tonight. 
they're like, I have a mission tonight. That's, that's not how this works. Or they get off a plane or they're doing something quite physiologically stressful. And so, you know, you really, I think, start from this perspective of, you know, what are the client or what are the individual's goals and or mission? And you really start there instead of telling them what they should care about. And I think that's been really helpful because frankly, nobody wants to be told what to care about. And so, you know, we think about, you know, tailoring everything to somebody's goals, their body and their lifestyle. And, and, I think that also fits sort of what we took from the military. You know, one of the things that's really interesting is if you're performing at the very edge of what's possible for a human, you notice when things work. And so it was an amazing group to work with because you could see even small effects sometimes. And it was really a proving ground for understanding the, you know, which methodology was working, which supplements, which dietary intervention. So definitely took away a lot of very unique stuff. And then they, we had to also solve unique problems. So we were working on some diving related issues where you had big pressure changes. And that helped us build what we now uh, have, which is we have a 95% solution to jet lag. We can send about that many that percentage of people to Europe, Asia, Australia at this point and have them sleep the first night. Because it turns out that when you take off and there's a big pressure change when you fly, it's quite related to the problem we were working to solve with diving. And that turns out to be this huge part of jet lag unexpectedly. Huh. And then once you solve that, you actually end up being able to solve the circadian rhythm problem as well. How do you solve that problem? I mean, like other than not flying. <laughs> so it turns out that pressure change causes an inflammatory response, a very sort of non-canonical, a non-natural inflammatory response through the interleukin-1 beta pathway. And what we figured out is we can time specific supplements based on your flights and when you eat and when you wake up. And when we do that, we're able to sort of mitigate this inflammatory response promote like healthy levels of inflammation. And that then means people don't feel terrible when they get off flights. And we found that that inflammation is actually blocking the reset of the circadian rhythm. So once we do that, we can bring all of the tools, you know, light, meal timing, insulin release, melatonin, vitamin B12, methylcobalamin, which combines with light to cause a circadian shift. Once we bring all the anti-inflammatory stuff we need, plus the tools to shift your circadian rhythm. That's what makes what we've developed so effective. And we're, we're actually really excited. We're going to be launching that next month uh, here in November. Oh, that sounds super exciting. So let, let's talk about Found. So what is, it, what is it like? Who is it for? Walk me through it. So you know, our belief is that people want to know what to do for their own bodies. And so you know, in this world, if you have a legal issue, you don't go to law school, you hire a lawyer. And so at Fount, we provide elite coaches that allow somebody who's never really been involved in like optimizing themselves to go from zero to 60 and really skip, skip all that learning phase. But at the same time, we'll teach them what's going on. And so they can really get this massive acceleration or people who are really already into it, who want to really dial things in, find things that and interventions they haven't been involved with before. So we run a four month coaching program. We do your blood work, get you set up with wearable monitoring. Um, and give you an elite coach. Many of our coaches are former special operators. And we use that to then identify all that. We use that data to identify the most, like the highest ROI experiments. And then we help you run one to four experiments a week and then feed that data back in, identify the next most valuable experiments, keep what worked, throw away what didn't. And over the course of the program, we're able to really optimize our clients. And, and that experimentation approach, I think, is really special because you know, we gather a lot of data, do a lot of blood work, a lot of wearable monitoring. But at the end of the day, there's no test in the world that can tell you exactly what will work for your body. But you can figure out what direction usually to go 
And so as long as you approach everything like an experiment, then you can truly personalize, truly optimize for you. And what, what does typically an experiment look like? Can you give an example? Sure. So it could be as simple as moving from you know three meals a day to one meal a day. It could be moving two meals a day to adding breakfast. It could be changing the composition of a meal. We run our own supplement packaging facility. So we have any one of 80 different supplements that we can give you in any combination at any time custom made for you. It uh, could be a specific type of meditation or breath work. We think of the whole world of tools as nutrition, supplements, meditation, breath work, sleep, light, temperature, exercise, recovery. So we're thinking about all the non-pharmaceutical, non-prescription tools um, that we find almost always to be, frankly, even more powerful than the drugs. Right. And what are like the, the typical outcomes that your clients are looking for? Is it performance and fitness or is it energy, health, or weight management, or what is it? Yeah, it really runs the gamut. Our clients run from their 20s to 70s, and everything from energy, focus, mood, sleep, to gut health, longevity, fertility, losing fat, gaining muscle, stress management is a big one. So those are probably our top 10. Cool. And uh, just to go back to, to the experiment, like going from like three meals to two meals, how do you know if it's working? Like, how, how do you assess an outcome of an experiment? Really depends on the person's goal. So you might change, let's say you might add breakfast for two different reasons. One, when you don't eat in the morning, for some people, that'll cause a stress hormone response, which then, as you may know, cortisol decreases the ability of your prefrontal cortex, the kind of higher thinking part of your brain to bring fuel in. And so for some people who eat in the morning, or I'm sorry, if you don't eat in the morning, then you have lower fuel. And your brain then can't bring fuel in. So by the afternoon, you're kind of zonked out and people have that energy dip. So we might be trying that to increase energy in the afternoon and prevent the dip. Or we might be doing it to add calories for somebody who's on a muscle building protocol. So in those cases, you know, one is a very subjective energy focused response. Might also look at their heart rate variability to understand, um, you know, how much their adrenal system is being pushed and their sympathetic tone. Um, if you have more stress in the morning, you might expect kind of more activity in your sympathetic nervous system, which we can track via aura ring or whoop band. And then if it's for muscle gain, then we are either looking at body composition changes objectively, where you might do a uh, monthly or, or in the beginning and end a DEXA scan, or frankly, most people can tell if they're gaining muscle in the mirror. Right. So, so how, how do you get to all this information and the data? I mean, you already mentioned that you use the aura ring or DEXA. And, and I understand you guys also have an app, like how does it all come together? Because I think that's a really important part, right? Yeah. So we use our coaches to help make the data piece easy and to bring it together for you. So as you can imagine, having the knowledge to analyze your blood works and your wearable data and what you're noticing, even knowing what questions to ask yourself can be challenging. And so for all but you know the true experts, that the, one of the best ways you can do it today is having a coach who really knows how to bring it all together. And then, of course, we're building AI systems internally that will allow this to be much more scalable. Right now, we run this really amazing concierge program, right? Your coach is a former Army Ranger. We take care of everything for you. Um, and we're moving to a world where the data we're collecting is the highest fidelity data set in the history of healthcare. If you think about what we have, Instead of a person being in one experiment, our clients go through dozens of experiments. Instead of you know, 20 people in a clinical trial, we'll have data over thousands of people. And so we're really building this exquisite data set, um, which we never sell, but we'll use to build AI coaches that can help millions of people. So our clients are not only getting all the benefits today, they're also helping other people in the future. And so we think of 
you know, ways to analyze it today, ways to analyze it in the future. Our COO ran machine learning engineering for a major tech company. And so we have a really cool combination of the tech side, the human performance side in the company. Right. And how, how do you pull all, all of this data? Like, is it like all like done like through something like Apple Health or how does it work? Like, how does it all come together? So we have APIs into each of the data sources we use. And so we're able to time match that with experiments. Awesome. And, and then how do I interact with, with my coach? Like, do I have like a video chat with him or her every week? Or do I have like chat through your app? How does it look like? It's a combination. So we like to do video once a week. That tends to be like about, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, certainly at the beginning of the program, it can be sometimes maybe once every two weeks later. And then our clients message with our coaches um, as they need. And so we we like kind of a hybrid approach where you get a little bit of FaceTime, build that relationship and, and really can go deeper on the kinds of information you need matched with, hey, somebody needs a quick response. We want to make that easy as possible for them. Right. Yeah. And the concierge approach and all that, it sounds kind of expensive at this point until you get like to the AI coaching part. How much does it cost? Can everyday people afford this? So right now it is expensive, but we use that, what we charge to deliver a really amazing experience. So the current program is a four-month program, 10K, so it's $2,500 a month for four months. So it's definitely on the more expensive side, but I think our clients will tell you they feel like they get a tremendous amount of value as we sort of take care of all their needs, have all the referrals they need if they need physical therapy. We know the best you know, coach if we need someone to bring in for breath work. So we really have this ecosystem of tools and recommendations and protocols that can make their life easy or take them, you know, for someone's already really into this, take them to really amazing levels of performance. Right. And that includes all the tests, all the variables. Yep. It includes everything in everything except, you know, if we, if you need a, a capital piece of equipment, like a sauna or an eight sleep or something like that, right. then we um, have deals to help get you those at a discount. Um, we have deals to get you great personal trainers at a discount. So we really have built this, like I said, kind of an ecosystem to allow clients to come in, have all the coaching, testing, data analysis. We take care of all the supplements and stuff because we need to make sure those are at the highest level of quality and then make sure they get discounts and have access to the best of everything else. And how did you arrive at like the time frame of three to four months? So I've been doing this kind of coaching over the last 10 years. And what we've seen is you need to do an onboarding phase to gather all that baseline data. And it turns out that about three months of experimentation is the right amount to get someone to a new plateau and then really identify for them what's the right frequency to continue. The vast majority of our clients continue after the initial four-month engagement, but some of them want to do it, you know, want to check in with their coach once a month, some once a quarter, some want to keep doing it once a week and just really love that high-frequency interaction. So really empirically, we've found that that and the end of three months is really an amazing time to step back, reconsider what the client needs. And, but also to have gotten them really far along their journey. Yeah. So, so what would be like a typical result that you could expect after three to four months? Is it like, you know, like if I had gut health problems, would I be on the right track? And then it's more about maintaining the newly established habits and learnings that I have drawn from my experiments. Yeah. If, you know, taking someone with gut health issues, uh, I would say that pooping is one of the most important things in the world, especially if it doesn't work well to begin with. So <laughs> uh, we we actually have a long running, we have a long running discussion this internally, because one of the things some people get from flying with jet lag is actually constipation. And 
we can really help solve that for people. So we talk a lot about uh, pooping internally, but you know, if somebody has issues, could be diarrhea, could be constipation, it can be tremendously disruptive. So we're going to identify what's causing that. And again, that can be anything from uh, GI related inflammation can be as really fascinating research has been done in the last year and a half on um, gut specific allergies that you can't test for in the blood and how to, how to access those as well as diet, it can be dietary factors, can be overtraining, et cetera. And so we really identify what the cause is and give the person the tools to make decisions. So, you know, I would say there's certain foods I like pretty studiously avoid, but if I'm at one of the best restaurants in the world, I'm going to let the chef more or less serve me whatever he or she wants. So I know the cost of that. And I decide in that case, it's worth it, but day to day it's not. And so we want to give clients the knowledge and tools to make the decisions about how they want to think, feel, and perform. And then they can choose, you know, some days are worth it and some days aren't, but they can <laughs> live the life they want then. And also, of course, we have uh, we have a little cheat kit product um, for our clients where if they know they're going to go off the reservation, it mitigates the effects. So we have all kinds of tools to also mitigate and uh, kind of optimize against that. That's amazing. Yeah, I strongly recommend anyone like to go like through an elimination diet of sorts or like uh, get some tests done around like antibodies, for example, just to figure out like what is working and what is not. Like I, I once actually learned that I really can really handle heavy cream. So I really noticed that with like if I have too much ice cream. But yeah, like you said, sometimes it's kind of worth it, but it's at least it's good to know. Right. So you don't want to you don't want to be eating the wrong foods when, you know, like you're like in a in a in a situation where, you know, like you need to perform at your best, right? Or just like, I mean, you know, for people with major gut issues, it's a dramatic influence in their life. And so like, maybe if you stopped eating tomatoes, you would feel dramatically better every day. You know, that's just one example. We see people sometimes with a nightshade sensitivity. Mm. And so again, it's, you know, there's the YOLO, throw it all out the window. It's going to, it's worth it. But then there's just like sometimes small changes you can make every day that dramatically change people's lives. I mean, we see people whose doctors are looking at autoimmune panels that change dramatically when people change their diet. And so again, it all depends. Some people aren't sensitive at all and great. Like they shouldn't restrict things from their diet if they don't need to, or they shouldn't have to. And then if people are quite sensitive, um, then you know, again, we want to empower our clients to make those decisions to decide what they want. And some of our clients are incredibly strict and regimented and others use those, use that knowledge to live a better life, but, you know, don't feel obligated to kind of make it their personality, if you will. Now, I'm sure many of you can relate to needing to juggle work and parenthood at the same time. This lifestyle really takes a lot out of you and for a long time, I really hadn't found anything that gave me energy without making me crash at some point, like coffee. But since I've started using Magic Mind, things have really changed for the better. Magic Mind is a healthy shot that gives me the perfect energy boost I need in the morning. While it hasn't fully replaced coffee, it certainly has reduced my need for additional caffeine. Magic Mind extends the benefits of caffeine in a way that requires me to drink one cup of coffee every morning and no more. Its ingredients include matcha, bucopa monieri, ashwagandha, rhodiola rosea, lion's mane, and cordyceps mushroom. I especially appreciate the inclusion of ashwagandha, as it's an adaptogen that reduces my stress and anxiety levels, which, as a busy parent and entrepreneur, I'm definitely in need of. 
So if you're looking for a great productivity boost that will also reduce your stress and anxiety, I'd highly recommend trying Magic Mind. Go check them out at magicmind.co forward slash fitness and use our discount code fitness20 to get 20% off your first one-time purchase. That's magicmind.co forward slash fitness and coupon code fitness20 for 20% off your first time order. Now, before I get back to the show, I also wanted to mention an exciting campaign that the Magic Mind team has been running between October 1st until November 30. It's called 14 Days of Magic. The goal of the campaign is to make a commitment to be your best self for 14 days and seeing how much good we can achieve together as people. Follow the hashtag 14 Days of Magic on Instagram for more info. Now, I'm kind of curious, like, have you noticed any patterns, any any low-hanging fruits of, you know, things that people get wrong, but that are relatively easy to improve, to improve their overall health or performance? Sure. You know, some of these are, are quite well known, but, you know, uh, eating unopposed carbohydrates or carbohydrates without proteins and fats tends to really spike your blood sugar, which leads to all kinds of inflammatory and energy and focus and mood things. Two, something we see really commonly is if you take a multivitamin in the morning, then go work out, you could lose as much as 50 percent of the value of your workout because the vitamin C and vitamin E in those multivitamins actually blocks the signal on a cellular level that you've worked out by you know, breaking free radical signaling. So do not take a multivitamin before you work out. We see people cold plunge right after a workout, which again, decreases the value and the response to the workout. Love a cold plunge. Think it could be a tremendously valuable tool. You just don't want to do it in the hour or 90 minutes after you work out. You know, obviously, you know, a lot of the recommendations around avoiding sugar are generally very good. You know, you mentioned elimination diets. I would say like, if you feel bad after a meal and it's what otherwise might be a pretty clean meal, then it's definitely something to, to look into. So, mm. yeah, I mean, you know, we have tons of things we see, but of course, to make an elimination diet easier, you want to ask what things should I avoid and in what order? Because it can be, you know, you could choose a hundred different things, but you're not going to spend, you know, six months doing that for most people. So, you know, we've really boiled it down three days on each item. And then we can fit everything in a one month period, start with the highest probability issues, um, and then move to lower probability. And so you get a really good sense of what's most likely affecting you and can do it fairly quickly in a way that, you know, we have meal plans and recipes if you want them and really give people the resources they need. Right. And I, I think a big factor for personalized health and specific nutrition are things that are really specific to a person. And I, I'm, I'm curious, like, what, what are like some cases that even may have surprised you? Because on average, a certain behavior may be the right thing for, for most people, but it may not be the right, you know, habit or food or whatever for that specific person? Sure. I'll just use myself as an example. I don't do well on a low carbohydrate diet. I've tried all kinds of low and ultra low carbohydrate diets, and I just don't do well. So, you know, in general, for inflammation and other factors, cutting down on carbohydrates tends to be quite effective. So then now I'm in a position where my body really runs much better having carbohydrates on board. But now I've got to make sure they're super clean and mm. uh, not causing other issues, not spiking my blood sugar. So I've had to develop approaches that make carbohydrates as, let's say, metabolically inert as possible. And so I, uh, on a, like a Sunday night, I'll take like a dozen chicken thighs, organic chicken thighs, cook it with like two packages of black high anthocyanin rice and add some olive oil. 
And in fact, then when you look at a, at CGM data, like a, like a levels or, or a, some kind of a continuous glucose monitor, you see that the effect of that carbohydrate for carbohydrate compared to, let's say, white rice is dramatically different. Right. Yeah, I think it, it really depends also like on what carbohydrates you consume, right? Like, I mean, like there, there, there can be some good carbohydrates. And again, it kind of works out differently for everyone. And for some people, I guess it's also maybe easier to have some more extreme forms of cutting out something entirely or you know same goes for fasting like to cut an entire meal for for some people that's the best approach to to uh, lose body fat but it may certainly not work for everyone that way yeah it's i think that's absolutely true we we definitely see that you know so i would i always say that the brain is like quite familiar with what none and a lot mean but some is a very hard concept and yeah. so we always try to respect that, you know, it's harder for people to cut some down, but if you can help people understand what it means to eat less, or what I love to do is try to help clients recognize how they feel differently after they eat something. Cause I don't want you to make a change for some long-term thing. That's very hard to sort of tie into the dopamine loops and other things. Like your health is this very long-term thing. I, I often say, and I really mean this, that nobody cares about their health. They care about performing at their job or mission. They care about their families and relationships. They care about sports and hobbies and they care how they look and feel. But health is this abstract thing that no one cares about. And yeah. so if we can tie it to those things, longevity is often about your family or your mission. If I can tie it to how you feel, then people will often then make a decision purely for hedonism. So I actually don't eat a bunch of things not because I'm restricting myself. It's purely hedonistic. I just want to feel good later tonight or tomorrow. And so if we can get you to that, what I call tomorrow hedonism, then life becomes much easier because you're, you're still using those circuits of like thinking about pleasure and pain, but they're oriented in a way that's like dramatically beneficial to your life. Yeah. I, I really like that, you know, like to build those those bridges, those connections uh, to to certain functional goals that you may have, right? Like you may choose to eat that salad, not to lose body fat, but because you are a healthy person and that's what healthy people do. And that, you know, allows you to have certain functional goals, you know, like being able to, you know, be in great shape when you, when you get older, you know, like same for longevity. It's not about necessarily just, you know, going to a hundred or something like that, but actually being in a shape where, you know, maybe in your 90s, you're still able to, you know, spend time with your grandchildren, you know, and um, I'm not just, you know, sitting in, in, in a chair or being tied to your bed because you don't have any functional strengths from my, remaining in you. Yeah, 100%. I, I find that almost every kid loves to be thrown in the air. And <laughs> I would True. love to be able to throw my grand or great grandkids in the air mm -hmm. when, when they're around. So I'm going to need that functional strength. So where, where do you think um, things are going in the next 5, 10, 20 years even? I mean, you already mentioned that AI is going to play a huge role in your own company. Uh, but how, where, where do you see like the entire space around personal health and wellness move towards? I think the missing piece is the recommendation layer. So if you look at the wearables today, they've, they've done a really incredible job of data collection, but it's very hard for them to recommend what to do because they don't have any experimental data. It's all observational, non-experimental data. And they don't often or, or very rarely know why, what is causing your sleep to be worse or your HRV to be higher or lower. So we believe that the opportunity that unlocks 
personalization and, and making everything much easier for people is this recommendation layer. And we believe the key to that is, is building higher quality data sets. So obviously that's our approach. And we think this is gonna, this is already happening. You see higher quality data coming online. I mentioned levels and similar CGM companies. That's a really interesting data source. And if you can pair that with experiments and create high quality data sets out of it, then we're just you know moving closer and closer to the ability to do hyper customization. And I think that's so important because you know if I give you a 50th percentile solution for you, it's probably not going to work that well, and it's going to be hard to do. Maybe a 75th percentile solution starts to work, but it's still hard in your life. If I give you a 99th percentile mm. solution for you, we it works really well and fast, and it's easier to do. And then you get this flywheel effect of you feel better, you have more energy. So we believe that hyper-personalization by a higher quality data, leveraging all the new wearable and other technology, especially you know fully experimental data, we think that's where this is all going. Um, and then you can build these digital or AI coaches. I we have these amazing like special ops people on our team. I have like we're gonna like deep fake them and turn them into the these AI coaches, and then everybody can have access to what we do. And so that's our vision of the future in collaboration with a bunch of you know the other tech development other companies in the market. And then what what does higher quality data look like? Because I think one of the challenges in nutritional science in particular is that there's just so many different variables involved uh, that can affect my health. And it requires often long-term studies or maybe even randomized controlled trials with placebo groups. And, and that takes a lot of time and uh, money also to establish to, to get really reliable data. We think that to be able to generate an AI coaching program that can handle like one standard deviation of the population, let's say about 70% of the population, will require about 5,000 people, each of whom has done about two dozen experiments each. And we, where you have blood work and wearable data and, and subjective inputs all throughout those experiments. So we believe that's the scale and quality of the data that you'll need to be able to generate this. And so that's why we've spent a lot of time building a coaching program inside a venture scale company, which seems almost mm. antithetical, right? We're building a high-end service in a venture capital-backed venture scale business because it's collecting this unique data set. So we can go from Navy SEALs to 100,000 army grunts. We want to go from the you know, C-suite to the factory floor. So we think that's, that's what it requires. And, and that's the data set we're building. And then, of course, you just learn fascinating things along the way. I mentioned the jet lag thing. We're working on a product for um, the physical symptoms of PMS that we've already identified works really well. So we just discover things along the way. And then Thankfully, those we can productize outside of our coaching program and make them much more available sooner. Right. So hypothetically speaking, like what would be like an ideal case scenario then in, in let's say five years, you know, like I onboard with found and you have already the data set and it's working. You can draw great solutions with AI already on at that moment. Then what, what will it look like for me? Like, do you have to still run some tests or what, what will I have to do? So at that point, we'll know based on your goals and some demographics, what are the highest value tests and wearables to give you? And then we'll, we're going to build a system that doesn't, it's not going to try to tell you day one, here's the answer. It's going to say, here are the best experiments to run to rapidly get to the optimal for you. Turns out that's a much easier and much more effective approach. So you're going to have a digital coach. Hmm knows what data you need, knows what experiments you should run, knows how to interpret those experiments, 
But it's not just about getting you better and better day after day. Also, what happens if you didn't sleep well last night? You've got a new baby, you didn't sleep well last night. Then the coach will say, hey, based on what we've learned um, this morning, you didn't sleep well. So we want you to do uh, this specific breath work at 11 a.m. Take the uh, pack of supplements labeled morning sleep A in your, you know, from your kit and change from a long endurance workout to a HIIT workout. And so it'll actually not only be doing the kind of strategic optimization, but also this tactical day-to-day support. So you always have an elite performance coach in your pocket. That would be amazing. And I think that's really the, the big missing piece right now for a lot of people, right? Like we have this huge wealth of data from, you know, wearables, from CGMs to sleep trackers to activity tracking. And we can start to track our nutrition. We can start journaling stuff. But then connecting all the dots, that's still unsolved to, to this very moment, unless you have access to, to a coach or an expert that can interpret the data for you. But once all of that is automated, like you said, we could all have a coach in our pocket and that would be amazing. We're definitely going there. And, you know, the things you guys do at ShapeScale where you're, you know, scanning the body, that's another beautiful data set as we move forward. And you could think about everything from targeting body composition changes to specific muscle groups, as I'm sure you guys have thought about all this. But again, as we build out the ability to track these experiments, understand the results and leverage all the amazing technology and data that's being generated, that drives the ability to have this elite coach in everyone's pocket. Yeah, I mean, that's that's actually another interesting area that we are hoping to shed light eventually with ShapeScale connecting the dots, because even there, you know, like on average, you know, a certain approach may work in terms of hypertrophy, in terms of muscle gains, but for some people, maybe lower volume and, and in terms of reps can work better than for other people where maybe higher reps may actually create better results in terms of muscle gains. And that's something that hopefully you will be able to track with ShapeScale later on. And I think that's another area where, you know, technology can really empower us. Yeah, absolutely. We, again, we think those are all the questions because those are the questions that matter, right? If somebody has 30 minutes to work out, why shouldn't they do the most efficient, most high value thing that maybe they also enjoy? So, you know, all those parameters. And again, like the, the better technology companies like yours build and others leverage, the faster and cleaner we're going to be able to capture that data, the faster and more effectively, we're going to be able to deliver the right recommendations. Awesome. Well, where can people learn more about Found or even sign up to your service? Yeah, so please join us at uh, www.found.bio and you can follow us on Twitter at at FountBio and you can follow me on Twitter at at AndrewHerBio. Um, and we would love to work with you. We've got a bit of a waiting list, but maybe if you tell us you heard us on this podcast, we'll try to get you to the front <laughs> of the wait list. And anybody in the US can join right now? We work anywhere in the US. We do all our coaching via video and we ship via FedEx uh, everywhere. So we definitely can support anyone anywhere in the US. And uh, occasionally we can support Canadians in um, Vancouver and Toronto areas. So yeah, we'd love to we'd love to hear from people and uh, let us know how we can help. And then we're excited in November to launch our FlyKit jet lag product. And you'll find that at the same website. That's so amazing. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been amazing to hear your story and where Found is going and talking about the longer longer term future of data and AI and how it all will come together for our health. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show, Martin. It was a really great discussion and uh, look forward to seeing what you guys develop and what we all can in the, all in the health tech space can do to help people, you know, kind of look, feel and perform like they want. 
Alrighty, and that's a wrap of my interview with Andrew Herr, founder and CEO of Found. Just as you heard last week, Rob Sebastian from Forward Health talked a similar game of how they leverage data to improve the delivery of primary healthcare. So similar approach, different use case, yet frankly, it's little surprising. I myself strongly believe that the ability to connect the dots between health data and eventually leverage artificial intelligence to make tailor-made recommendations in health and fitness will end up producing some of the greatest health and fitness gains in the years to come. I, I really believe that. And in the meantime, though, if like me and many people, you still live in the reality and you don't quite have the means to access concierge-like service like found or professional coach of sorts, you can still optimize your health somewhat. And you could certainly start by doing that through running some small experiments yourself. For example, you could start with some simple journaling to compare your well-being based on certain foods or habits. You can start eliminating foods one by one and see if that has an impact on, on some factors like your well-being and your gut. Or you could keep track of your nighttime resting heart rate or heart rate variability with an Oura ring or whoop band. And you may want to start using their tagging system so that you can start comparing how certain behaviors around diet, sleep, stress, and exercise, and there are a ton of them, and they have their own resources to guide you through that process but you may want to start one by one to see how they have an impact on your body's daily well-being and i think the importance here is really to start small you should only really change one variable at a time so that you can truly narrow it down to what exact factors truly impact your health and fitness and performance anyways you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kessler.io. So if you have feedback or comments, feel free to add me anytime. I'm Martin Kessler. 20-Minute Fitness is mixed by Lila Lasso and produced by Shape in San Francisco. As always, thank you for your continued support and until next time. <laughs>